Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric. I am joined by Justin and Jeff, and we have a very special guest tonight. Uh, Jeff, please introduce our very special guest. Well, his name's Tommy. <laughs> Tommy! <laughs> Tommy, Mr. Tom Blom. Blom, Tom, Feline Machine has joined us officially. We've talked a lot about you. Tommy in the first uh, first season. So please introduce yourself. Tell the viewers out there and listeners who you are and how you know us. I am. Uh, I'm Tommy. Well, I usually go by Tom now, but I guess I, like you guys are the only ones who still call me Tommy. It just shows how far back we, we go, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I'm a teacher. Uh, I'm a comedian, although I was forced into early retirement thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic. But uh, yeah, thankfully I have a day job, and now I'm doing this with you guys. So thanks, thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, we we're very glad you're here tonight because it's a very special episode. Um, so we're just gonna jump right into it. We we threw out a question to our fans and our listeners, and uh, one segment we're trying to do is just go out to Ask Reddit and choose some questions, and then have our fans choose what they want it to be, uh, and then we're gonna talk about it. So. The question they chose, it was a 70% to 30% vote, is who is the most unlikable fictional character? So movies, TV, books. Um, so let's just go around the table. Uh, Tom, you get first dibs because you're a very special guest. So who would you pick to be the most unlikable fictional character? Uh, this was a hard one. I did a lot of thinking for this because... There was no genre given, right? So it's like all genres. It's not TV or movies, so it's like everything. So it's a lot of stuff to think about. I originally had a couple, I had a couple picks from uh, sci-fi because that's like my favorite genre, but I thought the, the, those would be too kind of obvious. So I kind of forced myself to do a little bit more thinking into other genres that I'm not quite into. And the, the character that I decided is the most unlikable for me is Frodo Baggins. What? <laughs> All right. Well, you you got explain. you got to explain. explain. Yeah. Okay. So Frodo is supposed to be the hero of this story, right? Like he's chosen to take this ring, this evil ring, to the mountain, and he just constantly screws it up. First of all, he has to be like talked into it, practically begged to start the mission. He won't let anybody help him. He tries to leave without Sam, and then Sam has to rescue him. How many times? He, he loses the ring multiple times. And then when he finally gets to the top of, of the mountain, he doesn't, he chokes at the last minute. He doesn't want to throw it in into the lava, you know? And like, I just feel like he's just so unlikable because he's not a hero. Sam is the real hero. Sam is the one who does all the work. And then the, the freaking, um, what's his face? Smeagol is the one who finally actually destroys the ring so frodo doesn't even doesn't even accomplish his end goal so just for me very unlikable character Man. It might be obviously it sounds like there's some disagreement you know from jeff and i understand it's maybe a controversial pick but i'm sticking with it i f i feel like you're ready to write a book about it you are you have gone very in depth that's a very good case so Jeff, it, it, I don't know. Do you have a rebuttal to that? I I have no skin in the game. I like Lord of the Rings, and I I don't think Frodo has like a punchable face at all. I don't know if he's that unlikable. But Jeff, you, you had a pretty strong reaction. I mean, well, and you know that I 
also read a lot of fantasy and I uh, not just watch movies and TV. I also try to read like the source material, much like Justin reads, you know, scripts for movies that were made or weren't and sees the differences and, you know, the written to the actual uh, video production of it. But there's a lot that goes into what Frodo's doing, what the ring actually does to him that they go in more detail in the books than they do in the movie. I'll agree that Sam is also the hero. They're both the heroes. It's not just one or the other. It's both of them. But, you know, the ring is completely fucking with Frodo the entire time. And if you go back and read the books and read, um, I forgot the name of it, the work that Tolkien did, the stuff that happened before Lord of the Rings, you really go into how messed up the ring is and what it mentally does to someone. And there was only Frodo was the only one who was able to do it. Mention what the ring does to him. Does the ring make him a whiny little bitch? <laughs> when you're wearing it, yeah, it sure does. Because it's literally like draining the life force out of them. Lord of bitches. Does it also drain the likability out of him? I I would assume if if you had something that was just draining your life force and just interrupted your perfect little life in you know the Shire, that yeah, you'd be a little <laughs> bitchy. So I'm not completely out in left field here, but you know the ring. He, yeah, he's he's suffering, but he's a character that you see cool. that's suffering. Well, suffering or not, I feel like Sam was suffering just as much, and Sam was the hero whole story so i don't think sam gets enough credit uh, i agree sam is sam is also the hero and yes doesn't get enough credit but um you know i've gotten arguments about this before with lord of the rings fans <laughs> i kind of just like <laughs> one guy told me you know Tolkien himself said that frodo is not the hero he's the protagonist <laughs> uh, no, there you he's go. just the vessel he carries the story along uh, yeah, I didn't have a, but in terms good, of storytelling, that like that's a good way of putting it because there is a difference between the hero's journey and the protagonist and the main character and the little bitch that gets dragged along that we're supposed to give a damn about. Yes. Yeah, fuck, fuck the little bitches. Good. I mean, Sam has one of the best monologues in the whole movie. I think it's in the second movie where he's talking about stories and the ending. It's really good. We should link it on our. Uh, we're gonna link the whole episode. movie and all go to prison. <laughs> Can't wait. So, so this is a good segue, Jeff. Let's lead into you because I know it's. Uh, I'm just excited to hear who yours is going to be. Um, you know the entire new cast of the shitty Star Wars sequels. I think they all suck, and I hate them all. Oh, um, for multiple reasons. Uh, but yeah, I hate those movies, and I hate all those characters. They're unlikable. They're dumb, and they're written horribly. Remember when you used to love J.J. Abrams and everything he did? Well, you also used to love... Um, I still do. Michael Bay. Always. Michael Bay, who's also been like, you know, the creepy stuff that he did with... Um, What's-her-face. and Yeah, that, that guy's a creep. But, hey. you know, you can like a creep if you want. Popcorn flicks. Gotta love him. All right, Justin, on to you, sir. Who is your most <laughs> unlikable fictional character? We, I don't think we gave Jeff his due diligence to sort of explain a little there, and I'm totally okay with that. So let's just 
Jeff, you're done. You're in a cardboard box, and we're dumping water we're on done top with of you. it. Well, no one disagreed what? with me, so there we go. I disagree. What you didn't even ask me. Okay. <laughs> You got to rebut my pick. All right, Tommy. Tom rebut. Let's hear Tom rebut. Yeah, we need this. What the hell do you have against BB-8 and Babu Frick? Okay, come on. BB-8 is just a ripoff of R2. Okay, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. That's how much I hate the sequels. I don't even know who Baba Frick is. You didn't. Okay. He was in he was in um Rise of Skywalker, the little guy. He fixes C three PO. Yeah, who gives a damn? That who cares oh. about that? That's Wait, that guy. Right, that's right. that's your rebuttal ball. The whole sequels is Baba Goot or whatever right. his name is. I'm, I've seen that movie once. I've seen <laughs> what the the original trilogy probably fifty times each. All right, Jeff, I'm going to have to put you on the spot. You have to choose one character from that movie. Who would you put at the top? Like, just the worst actor, you know, performance or character in that series, who would it be? Of all the new ones? Yeah. You have to pick one. Hmm. See, that's a tough one. Oh, that's the point of side quest, motherfucker. Or, well, <laughs> or one that you like, alternatively. I like I out of all of them, yeah, I could do the the one that I liked the most that at least tried was Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. There was somewhat of a story arc there, really, and he definitely gave the best performance he could from the shitty story and writing that he had. And so, yeah, I would say out of all the new ones, he probably did the best, and he was the most likable, even though he was supposed to be the bad guy. I don't know. I, I feel the exact opposite Out of all the performances. I feel like he was like the whiny bitch and he didn't really have like a great story arc. I feel like, well, the writing screwed him over. Like, I feel like there was opportunity. There. The writing screwed all of them over. Um, but I feel like he just didn't have like a good story, a good premise, a good reason. He was just like a kid that you could tell grew up like emo in 2006 MySpace days. And now he like grew up and he's still kind of emo. And he's like mad at the world, but he's not like truly mad. It's just like, you know, on camera, he's mad. It was the Frodo of the. <laughs> yeah. And one job, he had one job to carry on the Skywalker legacy, and he puts on a mask and kills his dad. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's that's how. Yeah, that's how horrible. It's to even pick one good character. You know, Poe and Finn would have been a really good duo, but you know, in the second movie, they totally threw that out the window. Hmm. Well, it seems like we're going to have to have a whole episode just on the new trilogy. I think, uh, Jeff, I think we're just going to press record and let you talk for 30 minutes. <laughs> I feel like you could. You could fill Here's my TED talk on why these Yeah. Suck. Oh, my God. That'd be great. All Jeez, right. Talk or rant. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Justin. I'm ready for you. What you got? Okay. So I had a fair slice between two characters that, in my opinion, suck the ultimate ball. And I'm going to go with a character that I have belittled and hated since childhood that I think is an utter piece of shit, is useless in every regard, that he's regarded as a hero or a leader or a champion or an Olympian is just complete crap. Charlie Conway from the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, Joshua Jackson, with your whiny ass performance. 
My mom doesn't do Emilio, come have dinner with my mommy. Ooh, I hate it. Oh my god. I've never so hateable. I've never known somebody to hate Charlie Conway as much as you do. I don't think another person exists. There's no Facebook group out there or you know, support group that I, I think follows what you do. This is I feel like this is very unique. It's it's unique, and I so I will say my second place was Daniel LaRusso from Karate Kid, another little bitch. Grow up, get kicked in the face, and you whine and you cry, then you cheat to win the All Valley Tournament. Hate it, oh, hate man. it. Wow. Does anybody else have any other input on Charlie Conway? I mean, uh, Tommy, are you are you a fan? I, I'm a fan of the, these picks. I feel like Justin, you and I kind of went down the same route with we chose these. These protagonists who are in reality just not likable at all. So horrible. There's no redeeming factors to Charlie Conway. He's not a good skater. He's not a good shooter. He's not a good passer. He's not a good leader. He's not good at anything, but we're supposed to just buy into it because what, Gordon Bombay wants to bang his mom? No, pass. Yeah, what is like I, I I feel like uh LaRusso, I would I would have agreed more with LaRusso only because I've been watching Cobra Kai and I hate him more with, with every episode that goes by. He is the I agree. So he is the villain in that. But Charlie Conway is not a villain in the Mighty Ducks. He's just a piece of trash, sucky hawker, hockey player. <laughs> Banks all the way. Banks is a natural born leader. We need more Banks. When they do the series on Disney+, Plus, it needs to focus on Banks. Fuck Charlie Conway. Wow. That's a powerful statement. That's going to be hashtag. That's going to be the title of this episode. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> so, let's uh, hash brown that. <laughs> let's hash brown it. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everybody what my pick is. But before we do so, we're going to take a quick break because guess what? New Year, New Us, Season 2. We've got some sponsors now, so... We're going to take a quick break, a message from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Jeff, say, wait, BRB. BRB. Oh, we are back from our break. Thanks so much for joining us and not skipping all the way till the end. There's some good stuff here. So I'm going to give you my most unlikable character, fictional character, and I'm, I'm not going to brag or anything. I feel like mine's the most legit, and maybe you guys will agree with me, is uh, Shawshank Redemption. Warden Norton, that fucking Warden, Warden, God, I just mixed the two names. Warden <laughs> Norton, just the the main guy with the glasses, who is the villain, the you know antagonist in the in the movie. Everything about that guy is just absolute shit, garbage. He is just the worst, and I feel like if you were to get him in a room, you would just want to like pummel the guy, just fist to face, and breaking knuckles, breaking spine doing a backflip, kicking him in the face out the window, you know? So I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I just hated the guy growing up. Still do. That is dark. Yeah, but I think... Eric, we all went, like, lighthearted, and you just went straight to Satan himself. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think it's just a testament to such great acting. Like, I'm sure that guy's, like, a super nice, friendly guy in real life. Like, when they cut, he was probably, like the friendliest dude on set but man when that camera's rolling just a complete dick well jeff what jeff are you eating skittles over there what's that noise having some uh having some some ice eating some tic tacs 
Turn some ice. I like that. So I mean, I mean, there's no uh, no rebuttal to mine. So I'll just take it as you know the best number one. No, I'm I'm gonna rebut to you. You might as well have picked Kevin Bacon from Sleepers. <laughs> that was the point. I mean, you could have. You picked Charlie Conway, the nicest little boy in town. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay, thank you all for listening to Side Quest <laughs> Podcast. That ends episode two, <laughs> season two, and Tommy is the new guest host. Eric, you're fired. Oh, fuck. All right. I've never been fired. This could have been broken up into like two, like who's the most unlikable villain and who's the most unlikable protagonist. Yeah. No? That's very true. I feel like, all right, I will definitely... I think I'll give it to, if I were to vote right now on you guys, I would probably, just for the sake of jumping on a bandwagon, I'd go with Justin as uh, the unlikable protagonist of Charlie Conway. Toot, toot, mother effers. We're all ganging up on Eric for taking the question seriously. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good. I It was either that, there's there actually, do you guys have any runner-ups that you were thinking of? Because I thought of like Miss Trunchbull or Matil- <laughs> Matilda's parents. <laughs> I'm shocked that nobody said my two runner-ups that I didn't go with because I thought for sure somebody else would were Jar Jar Binks and uh, Wesley Crusher. See, I was waiting for you to say Wesley Crusher. I was waiting. We have the Star Trek guy on, and he still hasn't said it. I didn't pick him because I, I thought, thought you were sure just going to introduce yourself as, Hi, my name's Tommy. Um, I'm a teacher, and I also hate Wesley Crusher. So the only reason Wesley Crusher wasn't brought up today is because both Jeff and I thought the other person would mention Wesley. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> oh god, we fucked this whole thing. So up. I know we just and, and, and you know, and then sometimes I think it's it's also Jordy that annoys me quite a bit. He's yeah. always sighing, and his episodes are so depressing. That's racist. It's very whiny. <laughs> So you guys, I, I mean, I, worse my favorite is that being racist? No, I mean oh, he's you, a Klingon. Yeah. You guys are no, probably yeah, the biggest that's... two Star Wars, Star Trek fans. Like, if you guys had to live in a world where you only got to choose, well, Tommy's one, way more. He knows way more about Star Trek than I do. But which would it be? Which would you choose if you could only have one universe, Star Trek or Star Wars? Tommy, we'll start with you. What would you choose? Well, it's 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 an impossible choice, Eric, because. I mean, to me, they're two different genres. Like, Star Wars is fantasy, and uh, Star Trek is sci-fi. To me, I know that Star Wars is generally considered to be science fiction, but, oh, God, I would I, I would go with Star Wars only because I've liked it longer than I like Star Trek. I got into Star Trek much later in life. Um, even though I did see all the movies when they came out in theaters with my dad, I didn't really know what the hell was going on, though. Uh, but Star Wars I've loved since I was very small, so okay. definitely with Star Wars. Jeff, what are you? Star Trek, Star Wars. I mean, of course, the kid in me wants to stay Star Wars, but if I'm not living in that universe being trained as a Jedi, you're way more safe living under Starfleet than you are living in the Star Wars universe. The Star Wars universe is constantly at war. There's, It's not a great place. Even Coruscant, if you start going to the lower levels, gets really shady. Uh, and Earth is pretty much just paradise, and you're in the S- Star Trek universe. So realistically, Star Trek, but for the fun and because I love Star Wars more, um, if I were a Jedi or be 
trained as a Jedi, then I would go with Star Wars. But a normal person in the Star Wars universe, yeah, it's it's going to be rough. What if you're That's just a really good point? Like, every time you see a villain in Star Wars, they're always like covered in shit and wearing rags and just the most miserable people. Yeah. What if you were just like a little merchant in Star Wars? Which would you pick? Oh God, Star Trek. And in Star Trek, you were the janitor on the USS Enterprise. You're still living a great life. I would love to be the janitor. On the <laughs> Cleaning up shit and beaming it out to space. I'll even wear a red shirt. Just the opportunity to clean something on that ship. Oh, my God. Uh, Justin, do you have skin in this game? Do you, Would you care Star Wars, Star Trek? For me, like, I grew up on Star Trek. I didn't see Star Wars until I was like in maybe fifth grade was the first time I was exposed to it. But I was watching Next Generation. Every time it came out, new episodes were what I was consuming. And I think that everybody's making some really great points. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think that they do a fantastic job with Star Trek, especially Next Generation, of exploring and identifying what a true leader looks like. None of the Jedis are leaders. They're all just mercenaries at the end of the day. They are all in it for their own game. And, you know, I think Picard can clean up the crew. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I think, uh, Jeff, you brought up a good point that I now that I notice after you say it is Star Wars just, I mean, it's in the name, but there's always a battle going on. Everyone's always fighting for their lives. I feel like the fun of Star Trek, even though I've only seen so much of it, is like the exploring and going to other universes and planets and galaxies and just exploring shit. You know, it's not like you're in a constant state of turmoil and battle. I mean, I get it. A lot of episodes, you know, you're fighting against who the Klingon or whatever the fuck they are. Um, but yeah, I would, I would be more in the exploring world and not so much like you have to choose. Are you with the empire, are you with the rebellion or whoever? Um, so yeah, I would definitely choose Star Trek. Wow. Look at us. Look at us. A green on shit. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Who? So, so fuck you guys. I didn't agree. I chose Star Wars. So fuck well, I yeah, mean, well, nobody cares. You're yeah, okay. You don't get, you don't get a full vote. <laughs> You get, a, you get a guest vote. Well, does a guest vote count as four, though? I think that's written in our contract. Fuck. Does it? You guys are right. All, great points all around. It's fine. I concede. <laughs> so good. Now, the, the bigger question is, who's your favorite captain? Now, this is where I think Tommy and I split. Uh, yeah, well, are you counting, like, every captain? Uh, are we actually going to do this now? <laughs> <laughs> Gun to your head. Who would it be? Eric and uh, Justin just take a back seat. And... Yeah, Justin, come on over. Let's make some popcorn. Let's listen in. Uh, but gun to your head. Uh, how about on three? You guys both have to say your favorite one if you had to choose. Ooh. One, two, three. Jeff. He said, "Wait." Yeah. Okay. Wait. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. This is going to be dumb that I took extra time. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Count. Ready. One, two, three. Cisco. Work. Was that Cisco. <laughs> like Cisco, Cisco. the, the silver haired dude? Cisco was dong, dong, dong. Cisco was captain of a giant floating building. Well, and the Defiant. Okay, whatever. Cisco was the captain from Deep Space Nine, which just Yeah, Cisco had a really big important job uh, by protecting 
the Alpha Quadrant, but you know, no one really talks about that. Oh my god, I'm so bored immediately. I don't. This is the one Trek series I don't watch. There was an entire episode where they build. Did they build in the holodeck? Jeff they built something. It was like a treehouse. They're building it in the holodeck, and somebody asked, "Why can't we just?" Project this. We're in the holodeck, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta build it. You build it with your hands. You gotta." You use don't want to talk about some of the silly stuff that was in the original with Kirk. Yeah. The original at least had amazing writing and amazing acting and amazing everything. I uh, Deep Space Nine had some of the best story arcs. They're the they're the first time that Star Trek actually had an ongoing story, where it wasn't just every week. It's some new little fuck up. Which one had uh, Whoopsie story. Goldberg in it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie Goldbergs. Next generation. Oh my god. I'm so uh start um Can we can we skip from that next generation and talk about Degrassi the next generation? Oh god. Can we just talk about that next? I, I don't, I don't I even know, know what that is. I know. I've never heard of it until we Justin, we were out to what dinner or something, <laughs> and you and the wives brought up Degrassi, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I was the only one that hasn't heard of it in the in the four of us. So, explain oh, what Degrassi is. <laughs> imagine, if you will, a Canadian show about seventh and eighth graders going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, to and think they're about Canadian, that. so everybody's all happy and lovey. And Drake was on it, so there we go. They uh, they maximize their oops, so- sorry. Everybody's so sorry. They're getting raped. They're getting impregnated. They're getting beat up and killed. And everybody's sorry. Sorry, mate. I killed you. I suddenly, after hearing that, I suddenly want to watch uh, Deep Space Nine. Oh, so good. I think I changed my answer to Star Wars now. Building tree houses and all that stuff. It's. Not, I think Star Wars would be more exciting. I, if I, you I, had a holodeck, I think you'd you'd become addicted to it. Yeah, but I'd be like the most powerful Jedi ever. So no big deal. You know, dude, you would shove the lightsaber up your ass and then freaking fry your <laughs> lungs. Yeah, true. you know, I don't know if this is the direction. If some, did somebody already point this out that if you had a holodeck, you could be a Jedi? So, yeah, you could you'd have a Star Trek and you'd be so then I changed my yeah. So, I changed my answer. So, Eric, change your answer back and then we'll all be in agreement. Okay, I'm back to Star Trek, but who's the most powerful Star Trek person? What? I mean, like, well, I mean, probably just like the Picard. Picard, now the Q. I mean, I guess Picard has beaten Q technically. I mean, it depends on what. What do you mean by powerful? You know, like there's different. Well, you know, like Jedi's and Sith. Yeah, and like are you that. talking about another like foe, like Klingon, or I mean, because then you got the Borg, which is pretty more like the board, right? Right, Justin? Well, and, and see, Tommy and I used Borophil. to assimilate people. Like Borophil. <laughs> Tommy, you want to tell uh, everyone about our when we used to assimilate people? Yeah, we used to just walk up to people and assimilate them. What you do is you just declare that you're assimilating them. <laughs> that's all you have to do. And it, you also put your hand up to like their neck to inject the nano. That's considered assault now, I think, these days. I don't think we can get away with assimilating people like we used to in the Me Too era. Well, I would easily be recording you with my phone at all times, so don't yeah. do anything weird. I'm posting it, and all of our subscribers will be watching. Hi, Claudia. <laughs> hey, Claudia. 
Oh my God. So Tommy, if this were, uh, you know, a Monday night 20 years ago, what the fuck would you be doing right now? Years ago? Yeah, 20. 20 years ago? Uh, Playing Sega Dreamcast. What game? Seaman. Seaman, the one you, you, the controller was a microphone and you talk to this, it's a fish with a human face. And you talk to him and you raise him from a tadpole to a frog. You have a conversation. You were my best friend for a solid two years when I was in high school. (laughs) Every time we come over, he'd just be floating around on your TV screen. I could not believe that no one else was into this game. I, to this day, I don't understand why when I bring up Seaman, there's not like a huge round of applause and people going crazy. Because half so the time cool. you'd be like, oh, check out my Seaman. And like he'd say <laughs> something. Sometimes he wouldn't yeah. respond yeah. to you. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. So basically. Hold on. One more thing that you, you need to understand about this game is it was narrated by Leonard Nimoy. So it wasn't the voice. Seaman, but he was the narrator who introduced him. And if your Seaman died, Leonard Nimoy would say, I'm sorry to inform you that Seaman has passed away. So did you like Leonard <laughs> Nimoy? Did you ask friends like, hey, you want to come over and play Seaman? Uh how did Or that... did you ask him to play tummy sticks? <laughs> yeah. He showed up expecting something completely different. And are you sure this was not like a, a free game from Burger King, like the big kids meal? Like it this was, was so expensive. <laughs> no, it was like $60. You had to buy the microphone to plug into the controller. So, okay. So what did the controller look like? Because I'm still not convinced that this is like a joke sex toy thing. Was, you know, no. I'm not going to Google semen controller to find out. <laughs> Man. It was, it was, you used the regular Dreamcast controller, but the Dreamcast controller had these ports where you stick like these little <laughs> memory units in and the microphone, it was a microphone attachment that you hooked up to the controller. And I think you had to hold down like the A button to speak C-Man. Did you have to hold the shaft and pull down and then speak? Oh, Eric. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> How wide open was your mouth during this process? And what was your okay. doctor's name? Okay. I'll have you know that if you tried talking to Seaman inappropriately, he would immediately correct you and remind you that this was a child's game. <laughs> you get your back. If you swore at Seaman, he would, he would get mad at you. He would say, I'm too polite to use that language. All right. Well, folks. There you have it, a, gr- a great way, with a W, I wasn't even going to correct that one, a great way to end the episode. Uh, and I think, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear what kind of noise we need our guests to make or sound, but... Yeah, I can't wait. What? Don't Tom- like this. Tommy, uh, <laughs> you know, playing the Seaman game, uh, what noise would you make if the Seaman died? What noise would I make if he died? Like noise? Yeah. What noise would the semen make when he died? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll I'll make the noise, but first I need to explain that if you go into your Sega Dreamcast console control panel and reset the time, previous date, you can bring him back to life. I did that multiple times. <laughs> it's like reverse masturbation. <laughs> but if you want a noise for when he actually died, it would be. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> okay.